Welcome to the White Cat of Truth presents Don't Do What I Did. This is a podcast. It's not really about me. I think it is about me. It's about the best advice my father ever gave me, which was don't do the things that I did. (laughs) But you know, now I'm the age my father was when he told me that. And uh, maybe he gave me that advice a little too late in life uh, because I did a lot of the things that my father did and uh, a lot of stupid things. Uh, so I, I have always thought this would be a great way before I die. Maybe I can pass this on to some young guys. Um, you know, if that way my life's not a complete waste of time. But actually this did start out with uh, some groups of young people that I would speak to, mostly young men. Uh, Don't do what I did. I try to find some... uh, Yeah, so it's very negative, you know. It's very... con. I think sometimes that's going to be a lot of help to people, though. Is You you know, we could do a series of uh, podcasts where I'm not necessarily sure what you should be doing, uh, but... If nothing else, we get started by the things you definitely should not be trying to do. Uh, Because I've done them, and uh, I do believe I'm an expert on this. Uh, I uh, have this peculiar bad habit of um, not learning my lesson the first time. Uh, Some some psychologist could could maybe contact me. Uh, Contact me via email the white cat of truth at gmail.com and uh, let me know uh, why exactly I feel that I have to try two and even three times before I realize yeah this is not working at all this is this is not going well so but I think that does give me an advantage because a lot uh, you know it's kind of like the scientific method see Um, it's you know one time could be chance could be bad luck but uh, when I do something over and over again, uh, often for decades and decades, you know, then, uh, you know, it starts to become a proven objective thing <laughs> that you should not do. Uh, but yeah, guys, welcome if you're listening. Um, I, 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 I think the, the last one I did, it was a, quite a ramble. I was rambling on. Uh, so I'm going to really try to get better with these podcasts. Uh, so maybe that's my advice. Don't do what you did last time. Just ramble on. And uh, I find sometimes I'm I'm all, always having audio issues. And uh, so that I keep looking over at my screen to make sure the audio is working. But I think I've actually finally got this figured out. Okay, well, let's just see if this saves. Uh, don't do what I did. Actually, yeah, this one. Yeah, I wanted to put some thought into this. Uh, you know, I always like these top 10 type lists. Uh, maybe I think the last time I discussed how it's sometimes more fun or easy to go through a 12 things you should never do. Um, and then, so I got to make this a little bit more concise or some follow, uh, some sort of uh, series of topics and themes. And I put a lot of thought to this. What is just about one of the most fundamental, most important, I mean, it is just about going to be everything 
in your life. Uh, this could apply to very young people. I would say if you're a young man and you're a teenager or you're 17, you're 20, you're uh, sort of starting out your life. Uh, but I, by the way, this uh, can apply as well to anybody of any age. But I'd say if you were a young guy, uh, what's the uh, what do we have the saying? You can you can choose your friends, but you can't choose your family. Okay, so <laughs> sometimes you know those old sayings had the most truth to them. Uh, just those old sayings that you'd hear, you know, you can choose your friends, but you can't choose your family. Well, that's true. But that part about choosing your friends, I, I don't know if I realized how important that was until I was a little older. I, I think that might be something you don't fully appreciate until you do get a little older. Um, one of the things uh, I can say about myself is I used to uh, certainly move from city to city. Um, in modern times, that's normal for a lot of people, really. So I would find I'd have to make a new circle of friends or sometimes make no friends at all. Uh, sometimes have too many friends. Uh, so, But there was something that uh, now I can look back on, and that is choose your circle of friends wisely might be one of the most important it is i'm sure of it it is one of the most fundamental this is the fundamentals this is the groundwork for everything you'll build in your life uh, and i mean you building you will have everything to do with friends you choose I should, you know, I could open with a Bible verse from Proverbs 22. Make no friendship with a man given to anger, nor go with a wrathful man, lest you learn his ways and entangle yourself in a snare. So our Proverbs writer is telling us, you, in this case, we don't want to be friends with somebody who's got a temper problem, uh, wrathful. So, today we would just say somebody's got an anger issues, <laughs> right? Uh, because if you do, uh, you're going to find yourself get entangled in that. And it's going it, to, a snare, it's going to snare, it's going gonna, it's gonna to tie you up. You're going to get tied up in that. You're going to start to act like this best friend of yours who's got an anger problem. Uh, I think when I was younger, now if I'd heard this, if I'd heard this when I was a younger person, I might have said, um, hey man, I, you know, doesn't matter what my friends do, okay? I, uh, I believe in this, and this is the way I am, and uh, I don't let my friends influence me. But now I can see you'll always be bent to your circle of friends. Um, I want to tell you something. That's a, there is a good question here, which might be, um, you know, what, what is defined? What are we talking about here? What's a friend? Um, and I was, 
You know, sometimes I think a friend, uh, it's, you know, it's not easy to define everything, but we're talking about your real friend, your close friend, your best friends. Um, and I always think maybe it's someone you would, it's, you know, you have a friend when you tell them things that you would not want to tell your parents, <laughs> something you wouldn't want your parents to know. So, <laughs> and I mean, yeah, we could say a lot of things about it, but I do think people know what it means. Um, your circle of friends. That's how to, you know, something very interesting I would notice in the East Asia. Um, so it could be, this is, seems to be true all over East Asia, but in China specifically, uh, what will happen is, um, I notice almost always the circle of friends are who graduated from university or well, it could be high school, it could be high school, or if they went on to university and, and, and that, that group will break down into dormitories and ultimately there will be 10, you know, could, you know, give or take, there'll be about 10 10 or 12 and that's once they graduate that will forever be their true circle of loyal friends until the end and it's almost like any friends they will make after that can never be those true best friends so that circle that they've created by the time they're, you know, 20, well, I mean, they really developed it through school, but that specifically when they were about whoever was that circle at 21, 22 years old, will f and then they'll be 50 and they will still have the most loyalty. Uh, they'll be forever loyal to their graduating class, usually a dorm room or that circle of friends that they had. And I, uh, I think that's about right. They would be people, they will tell each other their private business that they wouldn't even want their parents to know or coworkers, or interestingly, they probably wouldn't tell any of this to, uh, their, mm, uh, the, the friends that they've made later in life. Uh, still will not be able to hear their, uh, whatever, let's call them their confessions, uh, their, you know, their, their inside life uh, feelings and emotions or difficulties or wrongdoing. And they'll still keep that for that circle of friends. Anyway, I don't want to, okay, I told myself, don't go on rambling too much. Try to keep this sharp. So all I'm going to say is we, I think we, all, everybody listening does know what we mean by your best friend, a close friend, confidant, we often say. You can tell them anything, um, and you do feel you have an obligation to help each other. You feel you have an obligation. Uh, you know it's a good friend when you wouldn't question that if they phoned you and said, my car's broken down, 
that you would go get them and would not consider that any kind of a favor, but rather something you have to do because that's your best friend. Um, I was thinking back to, yeah, we're going to go from Proverbs to Seinfeld. But I'm telling you, there are some truths in Seinfeld, if anyone ever watched that series. Um, and that was one of them was, uh, well, you know what's interesting about this? I thought of this. First, I thought of the Seinfeld rule. Um, there's a few episodes, but one of them is around friendship, but is that they can't have more than five of them. Uh, I have to think about that. Jerry, Elaine, Kramer, George. Okay, so we're going to say there's four of them in this case. And another, <laughs> there was an episode where another guy needs to come in and he wants to be part of the group. And he seems like a perfectly fine fellow, but he needs to be part of their circle. And there's no way it's happening. They can't allow him in. And he's quite offended by this. But I was thinking, yeah, that's about right. This is this is the rule. A rule of life is five friends. Look, it could be three. It could be six. But if you had to make a rule, you that's how many friends that you'll want to have. And I mean lifetime best friends. Five. Uh, maybe including yourself. So there's five of you that are best friends and or you have five best friends uh, they may or may not necessarily know each other that's it and you don't need more than that and, and really you shouldn't have more than that and nature seems to pan out that way um, Seinfeld of course is a fictional show but that is about correct you will have about four friends uh, and you will, you actually will not have time. I think that was one of the, the jokes in it was, uh, I like you. Uh, I'm sure we would be great friends, but I don't have time for you because I already have four other friends. <laughs> I already have three or four. <laughs> so he's trying to explain to him, I won't have time for you. But I go, but that is correct because he doesn't have, that is correct. You will not have time to be a best friend beyond about four different people and after that what's going to happen is you'll start to to lose uh, the time ability and emotional strength uh, to properly uh, carry out your obligations to a close friend uh, so anyway three four five people that's all you'll need in terms of being your closest friends your uh what is it the the internet said b bbf B, best no was it best friends for life <laughs> um but to the even more important thing than that um this is everything i didn't i don't you know i like i say i sometimes uh invite some psychiatrists or some uh pastors or priests or uh some uh, <laughs> Some wizards, uh, feel free to contact me uh, if you have a theory um, about why. I saw this in my family, 
and which was a peculiar uh, tendency uh, for people in my family, and particularly the men, uh, to befriend uh, people who, mm, I don't like this term loser, um, people who uh, would, uh, did they themselves uh, did not easily make friends. They themselves often didn't have uh, any other close friends. Um, and I kind of wondered is if that came from uh, something, um, perhaps a grandfather, uh, somewhere in the family, uh, somebody felt like, um, you know, you should always give that guy a chance, you know, like, uh, if you went to, you know, that guy's kind of seems like a, you know, he's, he doesn't have a lot of friends and then some compulsion to befriend them. Uh, and a lot of times what you'll find is, um, that's not going to go well because there'll be some reason why they don't have uh, a circle of friends. Like, if it was someone that just was new to a city, that would be, uh, then that makes sense. Um, but if it was somebody that um, they just don't have any close friends, and they never do, they, even they live in the same place all the time, uh, that actually should be a warning flag for you. There'll be some reason why people won't be best friends with that person. But I do think there must have been something that got into our family perspective of the world um, that would, because I would see my, say an uncle, and I would, and he would, he would get, he would befriend these guys that were all kind of users, like these sort of uh, user bullshit artist type of dudes. And, um, sort of the kind of people too they would they would be unnecessarily cruel and sometimes friends tease each other but they would sort of be hard on him and i can actually i can think of a few people and i did see this run through my father and i think my dog needs to go Right, I don't know if I should edit that out. <clears throat> so I would, and I would see that my father had this tendency too. Um, you know, I almost wondered if there was something Christian, some sort of Christian idealism in it. Uh, like, you know, the idea of befriend the poor. Um, Jesus befriended the uh, prostitutes and taxpayers. And, did I say taxpayers? Tax collectors back in those days were considered sort of like bad dudes. Bad, you know, <laughs> so, 
I think that was the I think they were the biker gang of Jesus Day, you know, the the tax collectors. Um but then again, I think something has gone wrong in the practical application. And then I would see my father get in with these guys that were um probably we would say there were some moral questions, some criminal minds. And I'm telling you, uh, just believe it or not, you will be bent towards your circle of friends. No matter what you say, you will become bent towards their morality, their standards. So what I would say to any younger dudes out there, no, but again, this does apply to everybody. But if you were, you're, you're trying to get your life set up. I would say to you, look for friends. Be careful. You only want to have about five slots available for what we are going to call your close friend, your best friend, your confidant, your, your brother, you know, your brother from another mother. Uh, try to, at least you're going to find someone equal. And what you're looking for is character. You're looking for character and good habits. That's what you're going to want to find in your best friend. Don't look at who's cool. Don't look at who is good looking. Uh, don't be careful about befriending people that are doing something at that time that you think is awesome. Uh, look for people with good habits, good character. And, and then I would say your, what you wanted, what you'd want to do is even level up. You'd want to find best friends or a circle of friends who you can see are doing maybe they're just a little bit better than you know if you feel like they're doing a little better than you uh maybe they have a little higher standard they tend to have a little higher standard than you um fantastic if you can befriend those people and if they will accept you, that's fantastic. That's the group of friends you want. But I mean, at least you're going to be looking for people that share that you go, you know what? That guy's, you know, we're quite alike in terms of uh, work ethic, uh, good habits, um, good character. Uh, hey, I have these kind of moral standards. I want to, this guy or girl is pretty close to me. They have the pretty close and they follow them fairly consistently like I do. That's your circle of friends, but don't go down. Don't choose friends that are, uh, maybe you do have a lot in common, but they have a lot of bad habits because I'm telling you, you will bend to their direction. Well, like the Proverbs dude says there, 
you know if you if you have a best friend who's got an anger problem and you're gonna i know i would have said it too well it doesn't you know he's got an anger problem the guy's fucking flips out he's angry all the time he gets pissed off at the smallest things you know but i'm like the mellow guy but the thing is you will start bending towards that you'll start picking up their habits uh psychological habits um if uh, I'll, hey this applies to to like political things um maybe like if you consider yourself a um more, more traditional um you know conservative uh person if you hang out with a group of people who are more uh, the left political left you know uh, liberal progressive type people um no matter what you no matter how strong you think you are in your beliefs you will start bending to them you'll start conceding you'll start people will you'll even start voting <laughs> like them <laughs> and uh it will it will carry you over there and um you know sometimes you might be influencing them a little but as a rule you're going to you're going to bend towards their bad uh, bad habits or whatever is their habits so i would just ask everyone to think about this um don't do what i did which was i think i just inherited this from my probably what i saw my family doing and you know looking back i was talking about this with another member of the family and i said it's kind of a peculiar thing but i said but you know it's like every one of us had this asshole best friend who would fuck with them and you know we could name names and go oh that's you know that's funny yeah you're right you know uh this aunt had this really bitchy woman that was always uh at negative and would wear on her um or this uncle would always have had this best friend that was just constantly a problem for him um and then what would happen is we'd get broken down you'd get broken down by the negativity or the bad habits or the constant uh, harassment <laughs> of, the, of your own best friend <laughs> critical critical watch out watch out for that befriending people who are contentious and critical of you um some people mistakenly think well that's uh i've had people say yeah but you have friends do that to each other i don't actually agree with that friends don't uh do not need to be doing that to each other but again you get somebody that is doing that all the time or your circle of friends is doing it then you're going to find that's going to wear on you i don't know why but i said if i start recording something everyone will get up and start marching around and the dogs will come out and then everybody will be wake up i don't, I don't know what it is i don't know <laughs> All right, so that's it. That's it. 30 minutes. I tried not to ramble on too much. I tried to make sure I 
explained myself, and I hope I did, but I would just tell you guys, don't do what I did. In this case, we're talking about some of my family, my father, and I think he would admit that now, by the way. He rode with bad company, and he conceded. He gave up morals. He bent habits, bad habits, towards their bad habits. Um, but I've definitely seen that in my own life, too. It did take me a while, but when I look back, I go, wow, that's, you know what? Yeah, every circle of friends, I would often fall toward. Hey, I will tell you, this is maybe the far end, uh, but it's sometimes the the extreme can communicate the idea. Uh, there was a time I was um, uh, looking out for schizophrenic people. And uh, you do become friends with these people. You do if you, if you work with them long enough. Um, and, you know, some of them are, you can't help it because, you know, they are interesting people and they have their talents and you spend time with them. You become friends like anyone else. Uh, and that can become your uh, circle of friends. Um, and, you know, I used to think, and again, sometimes maybe you could be away from it for a while. You can see it more clearly. But I did, in this case, I could see it while I was there. Um, but the more time you'd hang around with the schizophrenic people, indeed, my mind would start to bend towards their kind of thinking. You can't help it because you're going to be just talking. You're going to be talking to them in the way that they think is how they talk to you. Uh, so let's say it could be conspiracy theories or they feel that, uh, well, actually, you know what? The Proverbs guy spoke of wrathful people. They will break into, um, become very angry sometimes, very easily. Uh, irrationally, um, and then of course that's upsetting you. All right, so as you're working with them, you're gonna you get that rush of I'm upset now too because they're very upset, and what I might have to do. What do I have to do? Uh, so then you're in a way you're you, you may not even be aware of it, but you're training yourself into talking like them, thinking their thoughts, and also perhaps having those anger fits or you're also going up and down in emotions the way that they are. Uh, and you can actually, I used to think sometimes, geez, I think I'm hanging around with these guys too much because I'm also starting to think about um, uh, conspiracy theory or what if somebody is watching me? Well, that's interesting. You know, they're always on about that. You know what? That guy outside... I think that guy's always looking in my window. You see, because that was the topic today of, you know, that was the topic of one or more of the schizophrenic people. So, okay, now, that's giving you a far end, you know, obviously extreme. But actually, that shows something up. Um, and maybe that's, you know what, I'll tell you, maybe that's even better because at least there it's obvious what's happening, right? I would catch that immediately that, you know, geez, I must be hanging around with the, 
these guys too often so i you could catch it right away um with a normal group of friends uh let's suppose that they're mostly normal but you and you know what sometimes that slow burn is what you don't see you don't see that you're starting to think like them because it's just like you would get older or <laughs> gaining weight you know it's those things you see. it's it's happening so incrementally you don't really realize it but you are starting to think like them talk like them but in this case i'm really talking about um, your morals your values your character um, things that you would stand for or against uh, these things are starting to bend to them uh, to your circle of friends um, more and more a little more and uh, soon things that they might find acceptable and you didn't you will start to find acceptable okay now uh, again I would say that's a great thing if you share those with you share a circle of friends who keep you up uh, keep you level who or hey maybe their uh, maybe their moral standards their values their their good habits are well maybe a little uh, little ahead of you you know um, I think you will start to bend we'll say upward you'll you'll start to um, meld and merge and think a little bit more like uh, they do and you'll start to um, I think it'll pull you up a little bit but you get the idea this is don't do what I did which is try to stay away from not just not just stay away you know this is gonna be a hard thing for some people too uh, I had a really this might be something else uh, that I would see my family members doing wrong the older family members my father my uncles and then I guess I, 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 I I'm sure that's where I got that from which is something else which is when you get a, a friend that's a problem who's trying to bend you down to their lower standards and you will start you will you you might not even see it but you're gonna start bending towards their lower standards losing yours to go down to their level and then if you do catch that and I because but I would see people I would catch it too and I'd say you know what I can't be friends with somebody that um, like I'll give you an example had very liberal social ideas uh, I'd be like you know what that's not right I can't accept these type of things in my own life but you know what the more I hang around with them the more I'm starting to concede a little bit uh, if nothing else I'm not I'm I'm again I'm I'm being put into their mindset uh, thinking about their things more often which I kind of think are a problem I have to get away from them and then I would tell myself all the time well that's not a good friend a good friend can't just you know you don't just leave your friends um, but I think you do you do you should be able to do that and so that's another issue is people that won't say goodbye to friends who are a problem who are dragging them down uh, so what I would say is uh, first of all super Mike no uh, what I would say is that's something else you're going to have to 
you want to learn how to do that is that you're going to have to walk away. You're going to have to say goodbye to some friends, uh, especially those of us if you're already in your life um, and this guy's taking you down uh, to lower standards, lower morals, lower character, worse habits. Um, yeah, sometimes you have to say goodbye to those people because you're valuable too. You're going to be valuable to somebody, a friend, a good friend, who's at least somewhere the same standards you are, and if not, maybe even a little higher, which will be great for you because that'll you'll 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 work yourself up a little bit to their level. Uh, do we want a sports analogy? Sure. Okay. Look, I'm gonna. I find I tie a lot of things to boxing. I always think sometimes boxing is such a tremendous picture of life. But, of course, this could be any sport. You know, this is what a coach would tell you, right? They'd say, uh, don't, if you get involved in a bad club, uh, now, you yourself, you're not a cheater. Uh, you, you don't necessarily have bad habits and don't want them. Um, but you get involved with a club and you start to train together with these people. If it was boxing, you might eventually find yourself sparring with them, uh, training, working out with them, of course. You're uh, practicing together. And you, you'll find yourself going down to their bad habits. You'll pick them up. You don't even realize you're doing it. But suddenly you're starting to become a sort of a cheap-ass, uh, cheap-shot artist. <laughs> yeah, you become a cheap-shot artist or at least more than you would have been before. But if you find yourself a really good club. And of course a coach would tell you this. Like you should try to. You try to get with that guy, those guys that are. Again, maybe a little better than you. Just a little bit. You know they're at least at your level. Or a little. Yeah, some of them are a little higher standards than you. They're training a little better. And they have good habits. You will start to bend up towards them right so that's that's how it goes but anyway you know if i did nothing else i would take away from this now really i without getting into all the weeds i would just tell anybody out there and especially though young people would you please please think about this um i don't hear this mentioned enough by the way whenever i see these sort of like 12 steps to uh improving yourself or you know 10 10 ways to you know, turn your life around or something like this. It's, it's interesting. I almost never see this because I, I wonder if it's because it's so fundamental that even these experts kind of forget about it. But it is choose your circle of friends wisely. Choose your circle of friends wisely. Choose your best friends. And here again, you're going to have about five. <laughs> you're going to have about five best friends well, we we could call for life, you know, your 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 real life best friends that you count on, that you can confess to, uh, that are all you are obligated to them and they to you to help you. Really, really do please make the, it you know if you were a young guy and you were in high school, um, I would I would tell you. You almost would want to make this one of 
the number one first most important life building steps because it will again this is the foundation of the house you're going to build that you're going to call your life this is foundations this is foundational to everything else you're going to be building working in working with have helping you what you're going to be doing is going to revolve around and be influenced by your circle of friends so please consider that it's damn near a step number one and it will lead to something the real close friend of your life <coughs> well i don't know if it's the real one but which will be one of your best friends which will be a if you're a man it should be a wife uh of course if you're a girl it's going to be a husband uh in both cases uh that's going to be a lot like the friendship rule you almost don't see it sometimes when you start and you tell yourself well i have my own standards and but i'm telling you when you're married you're going to bend towards their standards and if you if you marry a violent angry woman yes you will eventually start to learn and engage and work your life around that until you become a more angry not always you're going to become as bad as they are but the point is you're going to start bending down towards that you're you'll start to degenerate towards it uh, so, uh, but in this case, we're just going to stay with friends, best friends, find five, three to five to six of your, maybe that's all. And you make sure that you look for people with morals, character, value, habits. We say good habits, bad habits. They have the best the people with good habits and look for them and that's who you try to win over as your friends obviously you have to you have to be like that you have to show them you have the good habits you have good character you're one of them as well and do not do what i did don't don't aim your aim yourself into circles of people that have more problems than you do that are more fucked up in life uh, that are have lower standards have worse habits than you hey even if you have bad habits don't befriend people with worse <laughs> with worse habits <laughs> if you go you know i already have a bad habit yeah okay good then but don't that's all the more reason you don't need to be uh, becoming best friends in your life with somebody whose habits are even worse than yours because it'll take you down too so that's it i'm wrapping this up i'm wrapping it up um i still did a lot of rambling didn't i okay well anyway dudes your circle of friends is everything um think about that just think about that uh think about no matter take a look at them and just know that's what you're going to bend towards think more like you'll think more like them and uh, you'll you'll start to see things more like they do 
all of this could be great. That's a good thing if you admire them, look up to them, or you at least can look them in the eye. But if you see somebody that is um, is problem, uh, do you know I don't about breaking up friendships? That can be hard to do. Um, I, I'd, here again, I'd say probably don't do what I do, which is sometimes I just ghost people. Uh, right? I just think, I just think, you know what? This guy's a problem. I don't need to be best friends with somebody who's a problem. Uh, and then I've, it's, that's right. They call it ghosting them. I've just disappeared out of their life. Um, maybe that is the best way to do it. Sometimes, maybe it is. Um, but I would say too, and amongst all this discussion, um, don't be exclusive. Um, you know, we were talking about Seinfeld earlier, and I thought, well, one thing you don't need to do that, where you, you know, I have five, I got, these are my best friends, who the fuck are you? Get out of here. Of course not. You, of course not. You can be, you can be friendly with everyone. Um, you know, we always say you have these uh, friends, and I said, we're not friend friends, but that's right. It's a, you can call them a friend, but you don't necessarily call them a close friend, a best friend. Um, do that. That's great. Carry that on. Uh, you don't have to be uh, some group of people like the Seinfeld <laughs> circle. <laughs> They're kind of like assholes to everybody outside of their circle of friends. Like, you know, well, that's not necessary. Um, you could stay a circle of friends, but still be friendly with other people. I think, I think that everybody knows that, right? Everybody knows that. You have people that you're certainly acquaintances and there's all levels of it, but, uh, so certainly do be friendly. Uh, don't be a snotty group that, uh, thinks they're better than everyone. Uh, you know, that's not, that's not what we're going for either. Um, yeah, man, I'm telling you. I just want to put the idea in your head. That's it. Um, yeah, don't do it. Uh, don't do what I did, uh, which is don't aim down. Uh, don't uh, concede. Uh, don't lower yourself to people. Um, don't, you know, be careful not to befriend people with um, morals, values, character, habits that are worse, that were worse than mine. Um overall uh because that would indeed drop you down uh i would say too yeah uh by the way yeah you should try to find people as well as we say political and um religious views uh try look for people that have the same religious views and the same you know political views oh, i don't have to be specifically every detail of some political platform but they're like-minded um it's actually what we say like-minded people and uh that's it man you're but in your whole life will be better everything almost everything is going to be built on that not just built on it but working in it your circle of friends is who you work in who you work through who you grow up with um grow together uh, it's also, it's what you'll be using and using you. It's where your time goes. It's, it's everything. So dudes, I'm getting sleepy. I'm off to 
bed. Thanks for joining. I guess I have to make some kind of uh, opener. Should I have a closer? Like, thanks for joining the Don't Do What I Did podcast. And I don't know. I don't have any. Uh, I don't have a website. I don't have a Patreon. I don't have any of these things. So uh, I don't think I have a Twitter. I suppose in future episodes, I'm supposed to make some. Every time it ends a podcast, they always don't forget to like and share. I don't even know where you would do that. I don't even know how you would like and share this thing. All right. Dudes, next time, I think we're going to move it on to, yeah, this is much like Friends. I think the next thing I, uh, oh boy, that could be a, that could be a 45, let's see, I'll just count the number of girlfriends or wives that I've had. Uh, maybe I, because this is, in a sense, based on my father saying, don't do what I did, uh, his best advice to me ever. Uh, maybe if we just use his relationships uh, with women, that's 45 episodes. Uh, that's 45 hours of podcasts. Um, and, and if I'm going to throw in all the uh, don't do what I did uh, advice, um, maybe I guess I would add another, well, pretty much just another 45 hours. And uh, <laughs> we're almost at 100 hours of horrifying stories of how to do everything wrong. How to do everything wrong. Uh, from girlfriends to uh, serious relationships to uh, marriage and so on. But uh, for now, man, I really wish you guys please do think about that circle of friends. That's going to be everything. It is going to be everything. And uh, goodbye, everybody.